I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Am I bringing her in? Hello, boys. <laughs> hello, boys. No. All right, all right, lads. No, all right, it. no, you, do you know what, love? It's not hello. You bring her it's in. how are you? Hey, how are you, lads? How are you? All right, come on. That's the story. Oh, very good. <laughs> Where are you from? Cork. Good. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted the fingers out of you, but don't worry about it. Yeah, it's all right. So let's forget about it. Okay, go. Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back this week. This is our first podcast having a guest on and we couldn't be any more grateful to have the wonderful Shannon Joyce joining us today. Hello darling. Oh thanks so much for having me. Oh my god I'm so excited to see you. I'm actually getting nervous. Oh <laughs> I knew oh, you would at the start. probably them masking <laughs> remedies whatever you get are, me there. Are you awake over no, there? Are you? I'm going to be beeping off now I'm like Snorlax and Pokemon waiting to see me snoring away. No I'll be fine. So Shannon's after Phil and Sean full of a litre of rescue remedy and the <laughs> is sweating over there. That's anxiety just, is not well today. Yeah, he just, It'll be he fine. was looking a bit unwell, so I said I'd perk him up. <laughs> you know? Trust you to have a bag full of gear with you anyway. Okay, so I had a bag full of gear. I have to get the train home. The guards will be waiting at Kent <laughs> Station when I get back. <laughs> oh, she couldn't find me at the train station coming up and she went over to these two men. She's like, sorry, can you tell me where my friend is? <laughs> and he goes, uh, no, because she's your friend. <laughs> You went over and asked the people. It. Yeah, so we were on FaceTime, and oh. Carly was like, had her oh, FaceTime. Yeah. I kind of turned around to like where she was, and I went over at my phone, and I was like, uh, there was three of them. I was like, excuse me, just went into the three of them. I was like, where's my friend? And he went, I don't know, she's your fucking friend. And then I was like, yeah, but she's here somewhere, and I don't know where. And he was like, down there. He still didn't know what she was talking about. Yeah, when you walk there, bro. Like, yeah. how do you not know where you're at? You would have heard her anyway. She did. She did. She did. That's how she That's ultimately found me. No. So, yeah. I'm not getting nervous. Lads, I'm just going to be in the background somewhere here. No. Okay, right. No. I'll take over your podcast and I'll sort your shit out, right? Amazing. Right. Do you want me cup now? So, <laughs> <laughs> change that E to an a-, a H. Yeah. Shan. Oh my God. Will that be Shan then? Yeah. yeah. Oh my days. Give me that cup. <laughs> so, that story is. Um, Carly came in this morning with lovely personalised cups for everyone, the producer, Sean herself, and I um, had Got to a buy travel my mug own from insomnia. reusable insomnia cup because I didn't want to get a plastic paper cup because, you know, environment and all. So I was trying to be kind to the environment, but I did think that my good pal Carly would have, might have, maybe have got me a little present for coming <laughs> all the way up from Cork, paying for my own train. Ah, uh, no, don't be a tart now. Paying for my own time. <laughs> oh. Which is quite valuable. and You have more followers than us, so you make more money. Not even. Oh, exactly. Yeah. We're the peasants here. True. 
<laughs> I can't believe that I'm here with it. Oh, gee. Like, what are we doing? Come here and I tell you now, I'd have got you a mug, baby, if I hadn't known. Mm. You know I would have. I'll give you my address. Yeah, I'm going to send you about 17 of them now. <laughs> and when you see me all mugged coming them. out my ears. <laughs> yeah. Mug for you, mug for you. <laughs> right. So basically, we're after getting a lovely young one up. A lot of you probably know Shannon from Instagram. And anybody that doesn't know her, kind of want to touch on how you came to start your page God, and everything. It's a bit of a sob and, story, isn't it? And I'm so sick of being like, when I was 19, I had cancer. Like... Get over it, <laughs> you know. Like I can it's say that lament, because, I, you know, you can say you, when you've had cancer, you can say these things. Can't you can say you? whatever you want, but yeah. you had cancer. Yeah, I nearly, I nearly went to say something, and I was like, <laughs> "No, <laughs> you can't feel like he wants to join him, but he can." No. Sean, but you can. No, I can't. No, lads, I don't know anything got to do with cancer. No, you, you have to have a good here. sense so of humor. So I'm just gonna basically come from my point of view on what the listeners would like to basically ask and hear from user perspective. Okay, so that's what I'm gonna do. With so. This. I have had cancer three times. Like, I'm not going to go into the details because it is quite, you know, it gets quite boring. But anyway, I've had it three times. Um, once when I was 19, once when I was 24, then I relapsed at 25. And then I think we met when I was, after my first relapse when I was 24. You were um, on the Ryan Tubbity show. That was the only reason I wanted to be our friend, actually. Because you <laughs> oh, were on the telly. Okay, yeah. I'll ask Tubbs if he can maybe, you know, send you a birthday card or something. Oh my, I'd wear not a face off that, man. Bad. And I really would. I'd just go on the Late Late Show and sit on his lap. <laughs> he has a box of jellies down next to his chair. So I'm sure he fucking <laughs> does. <laughs> so listen, let me bring you back for a second, right? So you said you were diagnosed first time at 19. Yeah. How did you come to find that out? I had a lump. Right. Um, in my groin. The same lump that keeps showing Jesus, up. Just yeah. won't go away. Oh, is it always in the groin? Always the, in the, the groin. Tree, the All three times. No. Left groin. Same lump. Please go away. You know, it's very mm-hmm. annoying. I actually have one at the moment there. I was in hospital the other day with it. Another one? Another one. So I was like, this is great. I, w- I went up because I was like, hopefully they'll just be like, you're being dramatic. There's no lump there. But they were like, no, there definitely is a lump there. But it's actually quite small. So we're not worrying about it because everybody has lymph nodes. Yeah, so absolutely. The, the, the doctor said to me, if you go looking at anybody, if you dig deep enough into somebody's mm-hmm. armpit or neck or... You're going to feel oh, it. going to feel a little yeah. something because whatever, you know, they're yeah. there. They are there. Doesn't necessarily mean that it's cancer, but obviously because my brain, when I get a pain in my toe, I'm like, oh, there it is. Six weeks to live. Well, you know, if you're so. after <laughs> relapsing three times, love, it's obviously going to be the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah. But not being a bit you, dramatic or anything. Yeah. Um, when you found your lump, you documented it all on Instagram. Not that time. So when no, I was, this time. This time I did. So when I was 19, just did my treatment, wasn't on Instagram or anything. And then the second time, so I was 24, June of 2019. Yeah. And I said, you know what? There's no, I wish I had pictures and videos from last time that I could remember and you know what I'm about to go through again. And you yeah. know, even like, what chemo days are going to be like and what losing your hair is going to be like because I'd gone through it all but because it was five years before that I'd just forgotten about it you know so I was like I'd really love to document it Yeah Brian put you in survival mode for an awful lot of it as well so yeah. you actually can't really remember what it's like going through it Yeah because you just you go into flight mode and you just get through it and then afterwards you're like oh Jesus what was that Yeah. So I said you know what now and I talked to Barry and I was like do you think it'd be a good idea to like put on Instagram like I had a hundred followers like I didn't have any followers or anything like that and I was like just for my family and friends just to you know keep them updated instead of having to keep on sending text messages around oh as God, well it's kind of with handier. the WhatsApp groups I'm like you know put it on Instagram if you want yeah. to find out who I am how I am Um, so I put a question box up I think or something cringy like that being like <laughs> I'm going to document my cancer journey would you like to see it and I put a yes or no and I got 99% yes and 1% no the 1% no was my best friend, Anne. 
Oh, I'm calling her out. Is she still your best friend? <laughs> she's still my best friend, but she's, she's just ah, being poor a... Anne's nerves while gone, will you leave her? No, she was just being a bitch. She couldn't be looking at your stories every day. Oh, she Anne te- was just over you? Yeah, she texted me there a while ago. She said, where are you going? I said, Dublin. For what? I said, look at my story. She goes, I can't be dealing with your stories. <laughs> that's no, that's why I like me and you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sean, like, do you not see me story? I'm like, <laughs> two seconds there, go back on it. Yeah, so I was like, do you know what, now Anne? I'm going to prove you wrong and I'm going to do it. And I did. And then I, do you know what? I think it's because like I was young and I had a young baby and a lot of people like could relate to it and it was sad like people love the sad Irish story Irish people are so oh morbid God, morbid they're, they're like when it comes to something like tell you but they're all in when something grim is going on they fucking love my it my mum spends half her day on rip.ie mm. oh they have a horn for it <laughs> do you know Jesus. who does it do you know who does it and then she'd be ringing my nan bastard the fella the McCarthy's up the top of the hill he's he's gone oh you, what happened to him I'll go, and he he's he's mourned by his wife he's the yeah. <laughs> survived by <laughs> so cousin like you don't know him get over it so anyway people love the sob stories love them more you know is this one going to die with cancer what's going on oh, you know they're like, for it, yeah. let's have a look so followers just started growing then mm-hmm. big grammars gave me little shout outs like Suzanne Jackson Rosie Connolly is Just Susie Jordan all, don't you? yeah yeah um, Just Jordan they all were like very good at getting my story out there and yeah. blah 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 that was great um, got a little bit of a following from that yeah. went through it all had my transplant again not going to bore you with that but had a stem cell transplant so I was in hospital for like six weeks at that at that for that one can I what just stop you here go. for one second because I remember at the time when you were getting your stem cell transplant you were saying how difficult it is to actually go through with it because mm. there's so little yeah do you want to Elaborate. explain to people like it literally you go in to a room like the size of this room and once you go in there you're in there until you're going home again which can be like anywhere between four weeks and 40 weeks like yeah. it could genuinely be anything um you start seven days of intensive chemo so you'd have like two about two hours in the morning four hours in the afternoon three more bags before bed it's just constant chemo for Is seven just days in the one room like just That's you just and the nurse or is like everyone in this no room, just like... me just me on my own one room it's an isolated room you can't be at risk of catching an infection because what this seven days chemo does, it literally wipes your oh, immune system. Your immune system. So it they have exist, a board yeah. in the room and they, when you come in, they take your blood, you get blood taken two or three times a day. So we'd say when you come in, your hemoglobin could be 11.7. And then as the days go on, you see it dropping and your platelets are dropping, your neutrophils are dropping. And then at one stage, that board just says zero. Yeah. And when Jesus that board says Christ. zero, you are dead in the bed. Like, like a bit of dust me, is fucking taking you out. Barry said to me, he came up at one stage, she said, I sat at the, at the side of your bed for two days, said it was the most upsetting thing ever. He said, because you didn't open your eyes once. Jesus And Christ. I was like, he was like, it was scary. He's like, I, I was going out asking the nurses, were you okay? He was like, but apparently it was, it's, it's normal. It's and, part of it all, yeah. And then it's funny because they're like, then one day it'll just start to make sense. And now that I'm thankfully out of it, it does make sense. My blood starts coming back up. I started getting a little bit more energy. I started being able to walk from the bed to the door and back again. I was able to sit up for 20 minutes a day instead of lying all day. And Little it, things. Just little things. Just mo- just kept moving forward every day and eventually I got out. That was fine. Life was great. Planning Christmas and my summer and oh God, I couldn't wait. And then we got poxy cancer again. Oh, what the yes. fuck? Then I'll that, never forget that This day. is so scary. I actually, I feel sick. But like, in a go by that, I'm being educated about it as well and so is everyone else. But like, it's just so weird. Yeah, it's so just like a like, dinner topic table. Like it's not going to be me. Like no, it's just like, but that's the thing. Such and such down the road. I remember saying to my cousin, I can't remember what it was about. We were talking about something, and I remember saying to him, 
come here, there's more chance of every single person in this town getting cancer before I'd ever get it again because I'm so... Like, I've gotten it. I'm so in tune with my body. I am getting scanned and bloods done every every so often that, like, it would be caught. Like, I, I just couldn't possibly. And then it came back for the third time and I was like, okay, this actually can happen. So obviously that time, like, shit hit the fan and I freaked out. I was like, I'm definitely going to die because I'd had the transplant and I was like, oh, yeah, I'm gone. But anyway, we, we went to Dublin. We met the team. Chemo again. Lose your hair again. And I was just actually like, getting it back. And, you know, it was just was like just starting all over again. So when... See your first diagnosis. Yeah. Yeah. What was worse, your first diagnosis or when it had come back to you the second time? Or the third time? Oh, I think the third time the third was the worst. The third I Because then I was like, I'm actually running out of options. Yeah, like if it's after coming back fucking three, three times, times, is like, it going to do it yeah. again? I mean, like, I can't imagine Like, I was only 19 like. the first time, so I was like, oh, yeah, well, it was like, I got a flu. You know, I didn't really Young take it seriously. Yeah, yeah, I didn't really take it seriously. Like, not, not I didn't take it serious, but, you know, I didn't really, I wasn't really affected by it. You know, I was like... I was sick I lost my hair you know but I like I was fine I bounced back I went yeah. on I met Barry I had a baby like I was I was, I had a job I was just normal again yeah. Um, yeah. but now after the third time I'm like will I ever be normal again you know because like that found this lump last week and like up in a heap can't cope can't sleep can't eat I think my cancer is back we're googling what the next options are then you're like oh my god are there any options what are you going to do oh you're just going to die Rasheen's going to have no mother like you just go to this really awful place and it's really really shitty so I don't want to go back to that place I don't want to keep going back to that place so we found a lump now we'd say and we're just going to keep an eye on it and I'm trying to control my anxiety and my health scares and my health anxiety and just be like yep Popping pills, um, <laughs> the rescue remedy, rescue remedy. <laughs> Drinking bottles of it every day. Um, no, I go to therapy and I do sea swimming and I do loads of things for my head and yeah, like I'm getting over it. Yeah, really, really pulling it together, especially over the past while and getting a scare now as well. And then after getting your scare, a day later, you're in a barrel of freezing cold water outside a fucking sauna. I was like, what is this woman at? I know, but it's so liberating. Like, making yourself really, really cold and then being able to go into a sauna where you warm yourself yeah, up. There's just yeah. something about it but you have to do it. it's all about like that. It just does something to your mind. Just when you're something. able to concentrate in that state of fucking shock. Do you know what it is? You have to get your breathing right. Yeah. So when you're in the water... Like, if you, you, you literally hyperventilate if you don't, like, catch your breath. So, like, you get, you just, you just focus on nothing but your breathing. Yeah. And you just calm down and you're not thinking about anything else. And it's, it's the same when you're in the sauna because it's so hot. You're just, like, trying to get through it. Then when you go into the sea, it's the same. Uh, like, I sound like an absolute dry robber here now, but I just love doing it. No, I love that for you because I've started doing it now recently as well. Oh, I you have? Don't ever text me again trying to ask me to jump into cold water because I don't be I going to Oh my God. And he fucking no. hates me for Can we go after? I am not jumping into Sh- 40 degree, minus 40 fucking, no, I'm not Sean, jumping into cold water. it's so nice. It is for you, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you keep enjoying that. But recently my mental health has been in the gutter and I'm in really really bad like to the point that I'm trying meditation journaling like that breath work it's supposed to be fantastic for Reiki. it Re- now look at him laughing at me <laughs> Reiki and I, do you know what the gas part is our counselling out of relaxers and I'll hold my hands up when it gets really bad <clears throat> I genuinely do have you to look missing. after myself that way um, the only thing that works for me out of everything is Reiki 
and I promise you that now, obviously I have to give me new counseling a chance because I've literally only shouted at that woman for two whole hours <laughs> since I started. The woman doesn't, I don't know what she sounds like, God love her. But, She's after blocking your number. Yeah, no, no literally. So um, I have to give that a chance. But immediate effect, the only thing that really, really works for me is Reiki. And I find that with acupuncture. Oh, I've never had it. No. Like, uh, is it in your head? Is it not? Is it just like the placebo? Is it like, Come here, you know, all the blood, take all the I, placebo yeah, in the world. That makes me feel fucking feel better. I don't care. Absolutely. I'm like, stick those needles in my head and Tuck let me lie here. Hold, do what you want with them, guys. I'm all right. And I'll be fine then afterwards. Swear to God, helps at everything. But it's so great to see you thriving now and taking these little steps for yourself. Because like you said, Sean, at the end of the day, like you're a full ma. You have a full, full person. Full grown child. I love how child. she screams on the ma part. Yeah. She's, she's like, you're a ma. You're a mother. <laughs> Can I be a milf? Oh, you little sexy old course you're a milf. <laughs> thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, little cracker. But <laughs> see, going through, and again, all of this was Roshan, like probably our main focus going yeah, through the whole she, lot. Like, she broke my heart. And even now, so last night, I said to her, oh yeah, I must go to Dublin tomorrow. And like her face like dropped. She's like, when are you coming back? Well, she associates Dublin with... she associates with, Dublin with hospital yeah, or absolutely. me going away. And I was like, oh no, I'm just going up to record something. And she was like, a song? I was like, <laughs> yes. We'll do her a song at the end no. of this. We'll do, we, we will. will do you a song. We will do you um, a song, Roshane. Uh, and I was like, no, and I'll be home tonight. She's like, will you be home before, before bed? I was like, yeah, I could be. She was like, well, you'll be home when I wake for school in the morning. Like she was so... Itching to know like, what the story you know, was. She was so shocked that I was going to Dublin, but I was coming home. You know, that kind of way. How um, heart. Yeah, no, so she does break my heart. And then, like, it's so funny. Then we were out the beach a couple of weeks ago with one of her friends. And um, her friend, like, kids come out with anything. Like, if you're sensitive, oh, do not be around kids. Because, no, like, they, they will hurt your feelings. They do not Devils. give yeah. a shit about you <laughs> or how you feel. No. Or how you feel about how you look. No, Nothing. Yeah. What Nothing. are you, Baldy, for? <laughs> Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Literally. Oh. So out the beach. No, I ha- I had my little mushroom head like this. Um, and Roisin's friend said, My mum told me you used to wear a wig. Hanging, hanging her mother out to dry. <laughs> so if you're listening. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hung her mother out to dry. And Roisin goes, yeah, she did. She loads them. She loads them. <laughs> And she's like, because it's no, so normal to her. Yeah, like and then the friend was like, um, how come? And I said, I was like, oh God, like, how do we I'm do this? Because I know with two five-year-olds, and I'm not going to be like, well, I had non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, so I was like, um, I was just sick. And Roisin pipes up, she diabetes. <laughs> she diabetes? Sorry. I was like, no, I didn't. She's like, what was the thing you had so? Like, as in, it's so irrelevant to her. She yeah. doesn't even care to remember what it was. Yeah. She's just like, yeah, you were sick, you lost your hair, but you're fine now. Oh, she's a little fucking owl when she yeah. had diabetes. She, di- <laughs> she had diabetes. She's a legend, that Everybody child, I swear. She's fine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yeah. a bother, she's like, And then she's like, come on, as in like, you know, enough about her. Leave her. Yeah. Long. She's fine. She used her wigs, get over it. <laughs> so the hilarious part is you're saying that Roshane's awesome when you're getting home before bed. Now you'll probably get home, she fucking looked at him like, oh, hey, you. She's no time no, look at you now. No, 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 I was watching our stories. <laughs> yeah, come on out there, Roisin. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. No, like. no, no, no. No, Roisin doesn't like her. No, she was telling Roisin to get out of house. She's like, come on out and play with your friends. Yeah, I was like, uh, your friends are outside. She's like, where? I can't see. I was like, I'm knocking their door. They're in there. 
They're like two sisters. They no, carry on like two of them. Barry is always like tubs, yeah. right? So we'll start fighting and bickering and he'll go, Roisin, will you be the adult here now? Because <laughs> your mask not going I'm, to me. And I'm like, but she said this to me. And, and then he's like, yeah, but I'm like, yeah, but she's not allowed to have that attitude. I'm like, she's rude. And then she's like, you're rude. Oh. I'm like, okay then. And then we were in bed last night. I said goodnight. And she was like, I don't want you to put me to bed. Oh. Now, how old is Roisin in place? Four. Five, no, Five. <laughs> How old is she? I thought she was about 12. No, no five. She's five. Five. Yeah, she's five. She's not six till Christmas, Sean. She's, only, like, she's not even five and a half. She's like, um, actually, I don't really want you to read my story. I was like, well, your dad's at the gym, so who's going to read your story? Ugh, fine. I was like, oh, like you'll do? Yeah, you'll do. Started reading the story. No, you're doing it wrong. Oh, like, oh. what? I'm reading the words. The princess... Grew fairies and now she can go from tree now to tree. Now are you reading it like Stephen Hawking? Because I wouldn't want to hear it either, to be honest with you. Because fuck that for a game of cards, girls. <laughs> I was trying to put her to sleep. <laughs> Monotone. Monotone. <laughs> <laughs> I would be a fucking um for the child, for God's sake. But you know what I woke her up? I'm trying to calm her down. She's and very highly strong. <laughs> and when she got back from the shop... She no wonder she was crying for fucking Barry. So would I have been. <laughs> so then she started doing her own stories, oh. right? They probably won't play. She, uh, maybe I'll just tell you about them. She just take the whale off you and just say, yeah, yeah so go on, I'll soothe myself. Turn, yeah, I'll put myself to sleep, man, thanks. <laughs> so she just turned off the light, had zero shits of what I wanted to do. Wrote in like the car map in the bed. Well done. So you have that child reading no. Asquelga. She's she reading Asquelga. She fucking right. No, Laquid A. Laquid A. She's just a, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the screwed for pair. Oh, oh very good. God. Lads, I'm fluent Irish. No. Fuck off. I did. Nobody ever believes this. Tanish had diabetes and Irish gum. V diabetes a gum. Oh, very Say good. Say, your dad's a filthy little riot. Me. No, not your particular <laughs> man. I just want to know how to say it if I ever end up on the Ackle <laughs> oh, Islands and I see right, a lovely okay. man. You just say, Faker, you're. Ta a gum. Faker the Yeti. Oh, Faker oh. the Yeti. Yeti. Yeti Shukra. Faker me daddy Shukra. Oh my God, get me down to the gale talk now. I'll take the back axe out of someone's <laughs> over. I want to see what, what else you do. She was putting me to sleep at this stage. Egg. Yeah, but bro, that's so much more exciting than the way uh, you are reading, to be fair. Oh, she walking, she walking. I'm fluent yeah, now as well. she egg over. Yeah. All right. I Go just know. That's the young one flat just letting you know. Mem- remember the day we were going to the event? What did she do to me that day? Oh, what'd she do to me? Oh, she hated you that day as no. well. I remember yeah. you telling me you were in the scream or something. I was driving up the road and I was like fuming. I was like, why would she like me? So we were just, I was driving up the road and I was like, that's just it's not very nice. But anyway, dropped her off to school. But I was obviously all dolled up because we were going to the event. Yeah. Dropped her off to school and I was like giving her a kiss and I was like, oh, babe, it won't be me collecting you now from school because I'm going away. It'll be dad. She l- Got out the car, looked back in, good. Slammed the car door, walked into school. So Barry's always telling me, he's like, oh, me and Roisin have this really cute thing, like when I drop her to school, they do a love heart with their hands and then they throw the love heart to each other. So 
I was standing at the gate after she was no, like... No, you didn't do the love heart, did you? Yeah, so I got out of the... <laughs> after she slammed the door at me, going good, I got out of the car to, like, walk her in. <laughs> and I was standing the guys like, Roisin! <laughs> doing the love Doing the love heart. Roisin! And she literally just turned around, turned back in and walked in. I was she like, made a fool out of you, boy. I was like this, then throwing love hearts. Like, if <laughs> fucking catch one. Yeah, I was like, it's a team of my love heart. And she... Completely walked into school, completely ignored me. How does it feel to be that mad? Because you know, when we were younger, like, oh, I'm not gonna eat me. Yeah, got you now. But you see, I think we're best friends. <laughs> so, like, I'd be sitting up and not, like, as in, she said to me last night, right? Go on. Now, when she didn't call me mad, actually, see, I hang yeah. around with you for five minutes and I'm talking like a poxy dub. Poxy, see? Yeah. Um, she said to me, Mother, Mother, <laughs> Mom, she said, Ma'am, is Love Island starting this week? I was like, oh. But I was like, what do you know about Love Island? Ma'am used to let me stay up all last year oh. watching her. I was like, oh, Jesus. I was like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I did. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I did. I, like once or twice, you know, because it's on at nine o'clock. You don't want to miss it. And then she was like, I can't sleep yet. I was like, get into here next to me and watch Love Island for a while. I didn't think she knew what was going on. Oh, now But now I'm... she's really looking forward to it. Uh, I, and do you know what? I'm glad for her. Because everybody needs something to look forward I'm to. I'm excited for her to have something to look forward to. Stay yeah. up way past your bedtime, going to school wreck tomorrow. Why are you so tired? I was watching Love Island. It was a recoupling. I had to tell. <laughs> she had to speak to the teacher. She'll be all right. One last thing about Rushing before I move on, because this is about me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she takes her thunder all the time. Taking my thunder. I'm sick of it. Not today. This okay. is all about Big C and me today. Do you want Big C and me? Because now, listen, this is another thing as well. You, you came away from that. Controversial. Controversial. You came Tried away from to come that. away from it. Keeps coming back. Does get, and you know what, Sean? I do. I think it's a lovely little name, and it's my name. Yeah, well, that as well. But oh. no, Big CME was <laughs> very catchy. Sean Joyce yeah. is shit, but Big CME Big was CME. listen, Sean Joyce, all right? Like, but yeah, Big CME was very fit. It was, and, it was, and it's I did catchy. want to get rid of it because look, remember after the transplant, and I had my big like spiel, and I was like, I wanted like close this chapter and not be big whatever anymore. Change my name, Shannon Joyce. There was a big rigmarole because I couldn't do it because I had a. Blue tick. Um, Would you be able so to fame of it all? The fucking fame of it all? I'm sorry. No, you will. I'll talk to my people and I'll try to sort you out. <laughs> <laughs> when I get my hands on the Toberty fella, I get my <laughs> hands on the Toberty fella. You'll get your blue ticks out. I have a strawberry jelly, right? So, what was I saying? Can't remember. Yeah, name, and it was a disaster. Oh yeah, and I was it. trying to change it, and then I changed it. But then the abuse I was getting because, you know, like a month or two later, I might put up being like, "Oh, I have a chest infection. I have to go back into hospital." And they'd be like, "You wanted to come away from cancer and being sick, and now all you ever talk about is being sick." And I'm like, "Yeah, but that's because I am always sick. I'm not making it up. Like, yeah, and I don't go into A and E and hospital for the crack. Like, it's because yeah. I'm still sick. Maybe I don't have cancer, but I still have cancer-related issues, and a lot of them." You know? And so he's listening? Right. Come that's on. the reason uh, people can you hear you? me? Thank you. In the first place. Yeah. Is No, so no. They followed because they wanted the sob story. They, that's what I'm saying. And then the I'm sob story was over. But then they sat around. And then when you talk about any sort of sickness that you have or any problems that you have, and then they're giving out to you yeah. for it. Why the fuck are you what here do, for? What do they say about me again? Like, I don't read any of the shit, but my, like, <clears throat> I'd hear, you know, you'd get some screenshots every now and again, or you'd hear something and they're like, she's, she's, what is it? Toxic positivity? Is that what it's called? Oh, God, forgive me, yeah. Yeah, so I, like, try to be, like, all positive and, you know, find the rain after the, what's the thing? 
Yeah, what was happening over there? I, I couldn't get my words right? out because I was what? Are you all right? Did, she was having a stroke. <laughs> no, I'm fresh. You were having too much attention. She wanted to No, honestly, I was trying to get my words out and she was like, the, over in the chair. I was like, no, I'm sorry. That got cut me esophagus. It was very sore. Are you all right? Yeah. Um, no, so you know the I'd be like positive or whatever. But then people are like, she always draws it back to like having an illness or having a sickness. So she's like... Like, no, I don't want to be sick. I don't want to be away from my child. I don't want to be away from my house. I don't want to be stuck in a hospital with people snoring next to me and using a toilet with a man who's pissing all over the seat. No, thank you. I want to, Jesus, preach. I want to be at home. Yeah, 100%. Do you know what I mean? Like, did you find that after you were diagnosed? Like, that you know, that people expected that your cancer was gone. You should just be Carly again. You should just, like... It, it, it's a bit of a weird one because... <clears throat> I found that everybody, like when I got sick, like everybody fucking bolted around me and oh, everybody. Oh, ah, Jesus, oh. it was all I had the some fucking friends. Carly show then, do you I know what I'm saying? Friends. And it was, um, it was all a bit crack. I also find that an awful lot of people come at you so heavily because they're trying to clear some sort of fucking conscience. Yeah. Very, they very strange. Bad. It's yeah. a strange one. Like I had people that I'd never even really speaking to before, people that had beef with and I was like, oh, Carly, I'm so sad. Are you, now do you think I'm going to die and you just want to get this out of your system in case I do kick <laughs> you book because that's yeah. all a bit crack. Because you know it's not going to be great saying it to a headstone. You yeah, know? So exactly. So you may as well get it out of your system. Yeah. But I think don't push your guilt on me. I think that's very unfair. Mm-hmm. But I do find that people idolised me and loved me when I was sick. And a friend of mine actually sent me a message. My friend Cortis messaged me and he said, "Listen, Carly, I'm so happy for you with this social media thing, and I love that it's taken off you, and I think it's great." But I just want you to remember that you are going to come out the other end of this and you are going to get better. And when it comes to that stage, I need you to realise that people are fickle and, and people are just going to dwindle. And I don't want you to be sat up here on this little high and then Thinking be hoarse when it forever. does fizzle yeah. out. He said, so just make sure that the people around you are around you for the right reasons. He said, from the outside looking in, I can kind of see a little bit of messing. He said, and just from like a friend that knows you a very long time, I, I just really want you to keep your, your head screwed on. Because yeah. when you're sick like that, what I was finding was, you know, like someone would give you attention and be like, come on, I'll take you out for lunch. And you'd be like, okay, and you'd love it. And you know, like who, like, who wouldn't? Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. Old friends coming back, having the chats, like nothing ever changed. Oh, I had people coming out of the woodwork and oh, let's go for lunch. Let's do this. Yeah, Did you get that fucking for lunch and then you wouldn't hear from the phone. Yeah. And when I got to like 100k on Instagram, oh my good Christ, did I have some friends. That was when I started to like you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just about to leave now. No, stay where you're at. No, uh, but I know what you no, mean. But when I started getting followers on Instagram, people would be like, oh yeah, taking pictures. And I'd be like, what? Well, Pulling out the primary school photos yeah, and yeah. fucking and, and, ta- and tagging me. I'm like, you kicked me in the shin that day and made me cry. <laughs> she just like, tell them what I do. End of the night. That's for photos. Yeah, you're only allowed to take photos of Sean at the end of the <laughs> no, night. I don't do that. Do you have a rule? I do. Me fuck have a rule. Bringing it up. It was little mix. It was the last concert. I'm going to keep saying it every podcast until we're done as well. That. It was our last concert. I don't want to start standing there going through bleeding videos of me. I know what videos I have. Thank you so much. I love you as an all, but like I can't be standing there like and then they're like, Do you wanna go get a shot? No. I don't know you, but like I absolutely love you and I love that you follow me, but like I don't want to and then the crowds are coming over. I was like, No, no, go away. So you experienced a, it in a different way. In a different way. Different yeah. way. No, but it is hard though. Like I when I went to cheering, my friends were like, well, I'm never going anywhere with you again. No. And I could see they were getting annoyed as well, because mm. like they were coming up to them and they were going 
oh, will you take a picture of us? And like they yeah. were just taking pictures of me with strangers and like... And, and our friends think we're shite bags. So when they have to stand and take pictures yeah. of us, they're like, fuck One off. of my friends, yeah. like, she came over, she was like, because it was like the first time we'd ever kind of gone somewhere like that where people were asking for pictures. Yeah. The other one is kind of used to it because we'd be together more. But Louise is like, you're just my friend. Why are they like, why That's do they want all these like, pictures? Yeah. Like, what, like what, why? And I was like, because of Instagram. She's like... But what do you mean? They don't get it. Like it's yeah. like they don't get like. But well, to be really honest, don't. I'm only starting to get it now. Like I said in an episode previous to Sean, like we were talking about this whole thing about people asking for pictures, and I only mentioned it another one as well that I couldn't understand why someone wa- would want a picture with me. Makes no sense in my current mind. But then as well, I had a woman like that only come up to me and be like, "Look, like my daughter really was on the brink of something, and she started watching you, and she started really appreciating her life because she's seen how fucking sick and down you were, and how you were able to pick yourself back up. Like you got her through a stint of time in her life where she didn't want to be here, mm-hmm. and she really looks up to you because of that. Then in my head, I was like, right, okay, that actually makes perfect. It actually sense. does. Something. You know what I'm saying? And like, I'm not even talking to critiques. You're sitting in front of me, but like the two of you have got me through some seriously dark times like when I was in James's when I was in my transplant so I couldn't have any visitors because of COVID so they wouldn't leave anybody remember my dad used to come up to the, the window, the window. Oh, don't even do that three hours up, up the road to wave in the window at yeah. me and we'd, sit, we'd have to be on the phone to each other as well because you couldn't hear through the window and back out again I wasn't out leave the room I was in there for nine weeks it was just terrible and you used to do lives Oh. The night elves. The night elves. We were yeah. We used to have. And I would be up anyway because I'd be bouncing with steroids. So whatever time <laughs> of the night it was, I was like, you were buzzing. You I were was like buzzing. Was but like, do you know? And you might have thought we're just two dopes now doing this and just having the chats with each other and just keeping each other company. But it's I like was we were on FaceTime to each other. That's yeah, what and that's yeah. what it was. But I was like sitting in my and hospital bed and I was watching it and I was yeah. like, this is lovely because it's like. I'm there, you know, I'm there as well and I'm not here. Yeah. And like you, you, there was one, there was one week you did it with Charlene and you had it like, you know, the chats and, and it was great because I was like, I was able to watch it and I was, you know, and just take myself out of it and not be watching Netflix and just be watching people that I just love talking to in People general. actually interacting yeah. rather than watching a fucking scripted show. Yeah, yeah, watching people having the crack and you can relate to it yeah. as well. So it's <clears> nice, you know, that way. Yeah. Like, do you ever get awkward about cancer, Sean? Like, as in, Oh, if me and Caroline were taking well, the piss and we were like, okay, so wait. Like, oh no, because I know you two are mess ambassadors. Yeah, you see, like I. That, yeah, but like, if you're different, of like, <clears throat> you two were there and like someone else was there and I know they'd be getting awkward kind of thing. Like, I'm fine because of Carly. Like, do you he's, get me? He's not really fine. Tell her what you were like with me when I got diagnosed and everything. You didn't know oh, what no, to I say. Didn't he... know what to say. This is what I mean. Like, how can. A question for me, like, how can we let all the listeners know if that anyone is going through? Or like, how can you be there for that person? What can you do for knowing them? Knowing that you're going to be in an awkward situation because you don't have it. So, like, what would you give like, advice to them? Like, I would just literally want, I'd want to be treated the exact same. Like, I remember, I think, do you know what, I've been diagnosed so many times I don't even know. We'd say the last time I was diagnosed, I was out my mom's house. Um, my dad came straight out. Barry was there. We dropped Roisin up to her other nannies just not, to not have her in the environment. Um... My uncles came out, Anne came in, she came in and she like, so I had all the kind of family out hugging and kissing. My nan was there, you know, just sitting down, drinking cups of tea. Um, me and I went into the sitting room, we had a couple of minutes together. She just hugged me, kissed me and we had the biggest cry. And then we were like, right, come on, let's just, let's just do it again. You know, yeah. we just had to do it. Went out, mum got cakes. We all, because like my parents just split it up. So like my stepmother was there, my mum was there, my dad was there, like the whole that's all I wanted yeah. and it was so lovely and we had a cup of tea we had a slice of cake and we had just gotten the worst news that you could possibly get but it was like 
a comfort. It didn't feel that way. No, it didn't feel that way because we were just, we were just all together. Nobody was awkward. Nobody was like, oh God, I don't know what to say to her. Because there's nothing you can say. It is shit and we know it's shit. And all you do say is, I have no words for you. I'm so sorry. That's but I'm going to be say. with you. Yeah. And me stopping crying. Oh, yeah. wrong. I'm crying, God love And me. I'm going to be with you every step of the way. That's yeah. all we want to hear. And you know what? You do hear it off some people. You're going to, yeah, you'll be with me for about four steps and then you'll probably leave. Yeah. But you know when your true friends are like, of course, I, I, like Anne has slept on hospital beds next to me when I was in for a couple of nights for a procedure. She's like, I'm not leaving her alone up there. And she'd come up and she'd she'd sleep on the on the chair. We do face masks. She was painting my nails, yeah. you know, like and that's a friend. And that's what you need in those times. You need to you need to be someone's friend. Yeah. So if you know you're a person who's kind of just doing it just to be in the. To be seen, to be, to be seen, it. to be doing it. Mm-hmm. Just don't do it. Because it's hurtful for the person on the yeah, other end Because when it comes to the end of it and you're after fucking off and then and we're left, left down with the own. emptiness. Yeah. Oh, am I only good enough when I'm six sort yeah. of thing. But for me... But you do realise who your friends are. Oh, 100%. 100%. But um, for me, in that sense, quite similar to you, all I can recommend to people going through something like that and being there for people, be the exact same. Don't bring it up unless they bring it up. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like, I know obviously you're going to have your curiosities and stuff, and if it's an important question that you need to know the answer to, fair enough. But if you can avoid speaking about cancer, unless that person brings it up to you, do it. Talk about... I did kind of love, though. You know, like, if I'd met... So, like, I call them my camogie girls, because we used to play camogie together. So I wouldn't see them as much. But if we ever met for dinner, you know, and some of them could be, like, a little bit awkward, or, you know, kind of like, oh... Don't want to be like, how are you? You know the yeah. I hate that doe-eyed Bambi. The, are you all right? You yeah. So they'd be kind of sitting there, and I'd love when they'd be like, "How's your hair coming along?" Or were you sick from your last treatment? You know, just so I could just to, for it to not be an awkward conversation and yeah. for me to be like, I'm very happy and open to talk about it. But then I do know there are some people who maybe if they're going out with their friends, they just don't can't they don't want to talk do about it. Do you know cancer. what it is? I like when I'm around people like that, that are close to me, that are confident. Going, what's the story of that last treatment? Yeah. You didn't wake up for fucking four days. Yeah. That's a bit of crack. <laughs> but you know when people see it and they feel like the only thing you're capable of speaking about is cancer. Is cancer. That's what I mean. I yeah. don't mean your mates asking you fucking questions here and there. That's grand. But I mean, when you meet somebody that you work with, now it's been at work for a couple of weeks. And, and then, then like, there's that and silence and for 10 seconds because they're like... Will I say it? Won't I say it? Do you get me? Like, why don't you just ask me how I'm doing? How are you getting on, Jesus? And any news with you? And then maybe I'll turn around. I can't see why it wouldn't be an awkward situation, though. Like, I still think if anybody touch wood close to me was diagnosed and I was there, I think I'd be like, like, I I think I'd still be like, oh God, I don't know what to do. You know, like, what do I say? What even though I've been on the other end of it so many times, if somebody close to me got it, I'd probably go into that panic stage, like. What will I do for them? Like? I'd just be like, you're going to be mad looking, Baldy. And I really would. <laughs> so like, uh, what? Who if anybody got diagnosed around me, I'd be like, that's mad crack, isn't it? I'd be like, listen, sorry, you'd be fresh. And that's just the way I'd handle it. Yeah. I wouldn't be going in and being like, oh, Jesus. They say I'm too soft, then I'd be, I would just be bawling. I'd be like, you're going to be so ugly, boss. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you're going to be like fucking mega mind with that head. <laughs> and I can't wait to see the head. Because that's all I got. I had a lovely head. That's who, all who I got. Mega mind? Do you, know, do you know what I got told? And I, me, me tweet on Twitter is doing very well, actually. I wouldn't mind now. Are you on Twitter? I'm on I Twitter. Ever. I'm lethal on Twitter. Famous on Twitter. Do you Are know you what? Listen, listen, I tell you, I had two million likes on my tweet that I put up the day I, lo- the day I lost cancer. The day I lost cancer. The day that I got the 
all clear cancer free shall we say I put up a tweet saying I'm fucking cancer free and I forget what the rest was said Bitches. and I got two million likes two million people on this earth liked a tweet that I put up two million right that's fucking madness and then obviously you can go into like the analytics of the tweet and like more millions of people had seen the tweet I just didn't like it because I think they're a little bit jealous but more people had seen it I'm baffled by yeah. that yeah so how many followers do you have followers on no Twitter? I only have 20.7k but we won't even talk about that but I think that's great for Twitter but yeah now bear in mind I'm on Twitter since 2011 so what I had to do right with Twitter all your followers I had to no I didn't be shy Carly buys her followers. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't now start because people are going to start bot checking yeah. me. And all. Then I'd be really upset if I actually oh my God. have loads of fake ones. I'd be sobbing. I was bot checking mine the other day because apparently it's there's loads. There's of, loads of ghost ones coming in. Loads coming in about people. I haven't even got a spare euro to get myself a meal. I know, yeah. so I'm definitely <laughs> not buying her. She's been our same coffee since 8 o'clock. I know, you come yeah. She's definitely not buying her followers. No, she's not buying her followers. <laughs> Who's getting me dinner after this? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you the dinner, love. Um, yeah, that there's loads of like big influencers. Love Flower Stars. I couldn't You know straight <laughs> away, and whoever's listening and wants to be nosy because they're bitch. all nosy, just go onto their page and click their reels. And if they have a hundred and something K and they're only getting ten K and their reels, they're buying their followers. Now, what you I, mean? one thing I will no, say about reels. My thing is if you my trick was if you type in if you go into their followers and type in Oh. No, I swear to God, I'm not even trying to be funny. If you type in you see all of the the boss the bot followers yeah followers like I'm not going to name names I'm just going <gasps> to show you one though oh I'm itching to see whose page she's on watch right oh. look at all oh. of them oh my god how many 10k oh my Shots. the tea is real and we will not share it Right, lads, so we're not having to just uh, have a little personal conversation there because (laughs) realistically, we do really want to keep this podcast. We're only at the start in 10 minutes ago. So I'll never be invited back again. (laughs) I love the trouble you're after calling me a little swine. Cancelled, Joe. Yeah. Oh, oh my God. Please don't cancel me again. Again? I've already been cancelled. Ah, yeah, you have, haven't you, love? You know, give me a break. I'm just back. Uh, Do you know what? Even if I was cancelled. I know, but I I got cancelled. And then I was like, do you know what? I am not letting any stranger take this away from me. And I got up and I have been busier. That's my ever, woman. Ever been. Yeah, if someone tried to cancel me, I'd just be like, ha ha. Well, it's not happening. Yeah. So thanks no, for they that. No, they did. They, well, they, nice try. <laughs> happened to me. <laughs> did you get cancelled? <laughs> I don't know what happened. So I just woke up and it was gone. But now it's back. Oh, yeah, we that lost was just a glitch in the system. system. It was, was an error. That was a glitch. That was the Nobody cancelled you. If anybody tried to cancel you, I would honestly... <laughs> Kick them in the face. <laughs> People aren't allowed to cancel us. It's actually in the rules. Yeah. Cancer. Cancel. Can't. Can't. Cancel. Cancer. Baby. T-shirts. Ian. Get it down. Come on, Ian. <laughs> Trademark that shit right now. Can't cancel, cancel cancer. Woo! <laughs> actually, remember me and you were talking about... <laughs> I'm like <laughs> running out of water. Give me more rescue remedy. <laughs> no. <laughs> remember me and you were talking about as well that we would have loved to go to the skills. Yes, and do talks. And we still want to do that. We so do. So if we have any educators, teachers, um, more so for, well, we are girls, but for boys too. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't be embarrassed. See, boys might be embarrassed. I, I that's what be. I mean. I don't think they'd be really kind of engaging in it, but no. I would love to. And like not even schools in Cork and Dublin, as in everywhere, we will travel. We, we will get tr- in the air. We'll have to pay for the train ticket. 
and a dinner and a lunch. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, but maybe she might for plastic cup that she just bought for a coffee because Carly didn't get one. Yeah. I'm getting your mug. I'm actually gonna ring the guy because I'm bollocksed. I'm very you tired. Probably but yeah, on a real note, that is something that we were speaking about. And we're as really well, good. the amount of women that contact me on Instagram being like, have you and Shannon, and it's been asked of the two mm. of us, have you and Shannon got a support group for younger women? Yeah, and um, I was going to set one up yeah. on Facebook, but it was yeah. there was lots of um, terms and conditions. And, oh, Shannon, and it's very tedious. Mm, and tedious then, and people coming into it for the wrong reasons to, to get information out of it, to go back. Yeah, and we're quite emotional characters as well. And yeah. I think if people are going to be bringing all that in, we have to be in a stable position. Position in my dad said minds. that to me. He was like, "You're you're going to take on like maybe hundreds of people's cancer stories and their journeys." He's like, "Can't even you? handle epoxy out." I was like, "Oh yeah, actually, no, that's a bad idea." But yeah, also do want to create a safe space for, for younger, them, yeah. not even all women, of course, but in a sense, younger women because it's so taboo for us because it has happened to us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, we would love to go to schools. We would love to like. You know, even I was thinking like dance classes, camogie groups, um, yeah. like ev- anywhere where there'd be a large group of girls just to educate them, just to tell them what to Have the comfortable for. conversation yeah. for them not and to not be, be like, embarrassed. Don't, if some, like, I, I swear to God, my dad walks into my house, him and Barry sitting there, I'm like, when was the last time you checked your testicles? Yeah. And like, I'm not embarrassed to say that. Like, because you have to do it. It's Absolutely. not an embar- it's, it's it should There should be no stigma. Such an alien thing. And I would men. love to go in and say, girls, when was the last time you just had a feel of your boobs? And they're like, oh my God, never. I'm like, why? Yeah. And it's much easier, again, coming from probably two younger women than a six-year-old woman being like, have you checked your breast yeah. now today, girls? Because <laughs> I'd be like, ah, Sister Michael, will you stop now? <laughs> Sister, go away. <laughs> <laughs> well, do leave well, me come alone. here to you while on the subject. Is that something you do regularly? Yeah, obviously. Really? Yeah. Are you proud of you for that? Because you, no, 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 because of you, that's why. Really? Would you yeah. know if something was different then? No, I have this lump on my child for five years now, but I don't think it's anything. Like, if you want to give it a fail, it's nothing. But other than that, no, I do check them. No, I would know. Because, like, I'm normally never... There's never anything I'm not, there. No, but from one end of the year to the other, it's normally just, like, one cold and flu towards when we go from summer into winter. Yeah, that's yeah. the only time I'd ever kind of be sick. But you'd look after yourself if you did come to be sick. Yeah, you, you wouldn't know, be Jesus abiding Christ. that. Yeah. I just will not give 50 euro for them to hand me that, that little oh. lump. is fine. Okay, what? Sick once a year? 75 doses of COVID? No, well, that doesn't count. So I do check myself. Good. Ian, do you check yourself? Good, Good man. Good man. Of course, Ian checks himself. Give <laughs> one. applause for Ian, lads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it's just something that I don't want people to be uncomfortable about. And if we can create that, and if we can do that, if we can go in and be like, check your ditties, then <laughs> we will do that. Yeah. Grab your baps for Carly. Was that was the whole thing. Yeah. Grab your baps for Carly. Absolutely. That was the first time, me little PSA that I put out when I first got sick. I was like, listen, just give you a diddy to fail today. See, it's a bit awkward for me where my position is. So someone asked me the other day, would I do a tutorial on how to check for lumps in the groin? I was like, and how would you like me to do that without getting my whole foof out on Instagram? Have a little fiddle with the middle on the camera, you'd be fresh. Only fans, <laughs> here we come. You've been making millions. Right, I need to say this and I need to get her up out of my esophagus and it needs oh to God, come out right what? now. Why didn't I start an OnlyFans when I was riddled? Because I'm telling you now, there's a niche in the market. There's some sick people in this world. What? But cancer? Oh my God, they've a heart for it. Do you know how many men... No, let me hold my hand up. Do you know... No. Shannon, listen to me, because you're a married woman, I right? I, one second now. <laughs> Bald as an egg. <laughs> Do you know I was cleaning up when I was like, Phil Mitchell, I'll tell you now. 
Go away. I wouldn't even look at Barry. Onto me. Listen, so when I got sick, right, it's like this. It's like <laughs> a fixation thing kicks in. They want to look after you. Oh, listen, chicken. Charlie, you like, need help. I don't need help. It's the men that got onto me that need the fucking help. Let you me tell need you. help as well. Well, that as well, yeah. I'm in help. It's all right. But <laughs> I'm being the helped. amount of fellas that I get in touch and be like, oh my God, you're so strong. Like, it's a pity you haven't got somebody to look after you. My mother will look after me. Thank you, sir. Get Sharon is looking after phone. me. Like, the amount of fellas that had like this little fixation and they want to fix it and they want to make you feel better. It actually is a little bit disturbing. But so did you go on dates when you were in the middle of chemo? What? Like, I'm sorry now. I... Did you? No. Oh, Carly. I've never been on Sorry. a date in my life. Did Sorry, you? no. I swear. Because if you did, I'm going to pull the head off you. Because I... you wouldn't even come out half the time because you had to be in a bubble. So I you was bleeding knee deep in COVID. Of course I wasn't on dates. You did go on a date because you're smoking there. I know you're lying. You're a liar. I swear to God, after chemo, I'd come out, not a hair on any part of my body, absolutely mangled, couldn't cope with my low blood pressure, was fainting every five minutes and you were going to have a date. I used to go out and gaggle and all after chemo. Don't do that, but No, actually don't do that and I'm lying. Yeah, yeah, don't, don't do that. Yeah, I didn't even have a hangover the next day to chemo at the gargle. Do you know what though? I still have some anti-sickness tablets left from my chemo. So sometimes if I'm hungover, I might take an anti-sickness tablet. And do you know what? I like the honesty of all this because there's people that like have cancer and they're going to put the finger on the lip and they're going to act all high and mighty. We're and animals. Like, and they're <laughs> going to say that's disgraceful behavior. But no. It, I say my Maxillon's only going to sit there for so long. Yeah. It needs to be used. Well, I need to use 2021. Yeah, December 2022. No. Not gonna have a medical card forever. No, I didn't. I never got one. Yeah, but you are like, oh look, how I work in the V. Because oh. you have a blue oh, I'm not saying that. I do not work with the VHI and don't ever. Did you not work for them before? No. <laughs> ah, sorry, love. Sorry, know, love. You are well looked after, but I was well looked after. Yeah. On the bleed, look at you in the private healthcare system. I was dragged through the public. I was dragged. Are you joking me? <laughs> oh, I spent more nights in A and E now. Sitting on a chair with my poor cancer-ridden body, waiting for someone to give uh, me no, an no, Sean, you do genuinely be fucked onto a deck chair and they take a number. And people coming in with coughs and colds getting brought in before yeah. you. It's mad crap. I'm like, That's sorry, one I'm thing actually... I'm annoyed over. There needs to be a separate fucking A&E for people that have like really bad illnesses. Do you know for like chronic illness or that you're in a really dangerous, say you're on chemo yet and you're going into A&E and there's some mad bastard riddled with something sitting beside yeah. you. Yeah. The absolute chances of you getting sick from them is insane. insane. I'd be shriveled up like a prune because I was so dehydrated from being so sick from chemo that I wasn't eating or oh, drinking. Oh, like that little thing of SpongeBob chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was me. And then I was like, can someone just put me on a drip? Yeah, we can. Next Tuesday. But that's what I mean. There's people coughing in your ear and all gooey and all disgusting yeah. sitting beside you. And you're like, I actually have no immune system. My neutrophils don't fucking exist anymore. <laughs> and you're breathing down my neck. Like, that's something that needs to be sorted out. Be, he, hig time. I have one big question that I want to ask you. Do you ever think you'll be the same person again and would you want to be? Carly, take it away first. You're never, ever going to go back to the person you were before. Never. Um, and I'm kind of very glad of it because the person I was before, like that before I got signed out of work with cancer, I was out on mental health leave. Mm-hmm. And I was in 2019 mentally the worst I had ever been up until that point. I was violently ill in the head. So <laughs> it was like when I had gotten sick, it was like, and I've said this on podcasts, I've said this on online before, like the life that I didn't want anymore was now the life that I was fighting to keep and to save. Mm -hmm. So I think getting cancer made me open my eyes an awful lot more to like 
the little things and I said this as well online when I first got sick I'd wake up in the morning I'd be like there's food me presses a roof over me head mm-hmm. I have hot water and this is what yeah. I used to always say like a fucking nice song came on the radio that I hadn't heard in a couple of years and I'd be like oh my god isn't it lovely that I can just sing along to this and I can and hear, I can hear it. it it's down song, yeah. to the most ridiculous things and I really did appreciate my life an awful lot more I think I grew up so much within that time I was a very selfish person before I got sick still I'm quite selfish I'll hold my hands up but <laughs> I'm not as selfish and I definitely consider people's feelings an awful lot more I think just my life experience like catapulted and I I did grow up an awful lot it from it. It just puts it into a completely different perspective though. Yeah. And it, it is the little things like that. Hearing a song and being, you know, like what I always, not always, but sometimes I'd be like, oh my God, if I was dead, I wouldn't be able to do this. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's just like, I, there was a day last week where Roisin was gone to a party, Barry was gone to the gym and it was like two o'clock in the day. I went up and I just lay on the bed with a cup of coffee and a scone and I watched like some stupid thing on Netflix and I was like, I, I'm so comfortable. I, I love doing, this is so small because I never get to do it. Yeah. I love doing this. Like imagine if I had died, like I wouldn't be able to do it. And then, you know, it just makes you appreciate things. That probably sounds really weird. No, it, it, makes, just makes, well, it makes sense to me. It makes you appreciate things so much more. I will never be the same person that I was. And I wouldn't say that I'm glad about that. I grieve that person all the time. I like... You were only a pup though when you got sick, Shan. That's only natural. Like, how could you not feel sorry for a poor little 19-year-old you? Well, that that one d- doesn't bother me. It was when I, after I had Roisin, I had my career. I was do- I was doing, you know, the, you get your boyfriend, you do your baby, you do your house. Yeah, all the steps were being do, taken. You, 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 you get married, you do all them. Whereas I, we had the baby, we were renting a house, we were saving for a mortgage. Um, we knew we were going, we wanted to get married. And then here we are, like, Five years later, and just still have the baby, yeah, <laughs> and nothing else because like. cancer has just taken over. So sometimes I get mad and I get pissed off with that, and I'm like, I just want to go back. Like the one moment that sticks out in my head, we were in Muckrus Gardens in Killarney. We had gone on like our first little family holiday. Roisin was only she just two or one and a half two, and um, we were. This was a Wednesday. We were, dry, we were walking around the gardens and I got a phone call from work. I had gone for an interview in the corporate development section. So I, I was like, I'm definitely not getting that like, because that's a very high-end job and yeah. the interview and, you know, and a lot of like, people went for it. So I was like, I'm not going to get it. So anyway, I was like, here they are ringing me now to tell me I was like, ruin my holiday. And they were like, oh, you've actually got it. And I was like, oh my God. And Barry literally picked me up and swung me around. He was like, things are looking up. Because oh, I was go- I was getting a pay increase. I had like, I, I had flexi t- time. I could take a parental day. I was like, oh my, you know, it was just everything that I wanted. And I was like, my life is perfect. You know, yeah. when you like, when you look at it, you're like, I have a healthy baby. I have a house over my head. We're saving for a mortgage. Barry has a great job. I now have a great job. Like, this is great. That was the Wednesday. Oh, the don't. F- the following Wednesday... I was sitting in Seamus O'Reilly's chair getting a biopsy. No, I'm mad I getting a shiver up me back and off mm. because how can your world be pulled like a carpet over underneath that quick? Like? Pulled. The Monday morning, so that following Monday, I was starting my new job. Went in. We actually went to Dublin for, I was literally thrown in at the deep end. We went up to meet um, a company I to give them like a, a, a pitch for our healthcare, you know, I, not, like I... Loved it, loved doing it. I got a buzz off it. I was like, this is great. Can't wait to do this job. Coming back in the car, I was like, my leg's actually a little bit sore. Got home that evening and I just felt and my stomach dropped and I called Barry and I said, will you just feel this? But we hadn't been together the first time. So he was like, I don't really know what I'm feeling. 
But the minute he put his hand on yeah. my groin, he was like, oh my God. He was like, yeah. that's a, like a lump. And I was like, yeah, I was like, it is, isn't it? Freaked out straight away, got on to Professor O'Reilly, who was just an absolute angel. And he was like, come up to me tomorrow. Um, we sorted out, went up to him the Tuesday. He felt it. He said, look, I'm not going to lie to you just by feeling it. I think that, you know, he has years of experience yeah. of what lymph nodes yeah. feel like. So he was like, I, you know, I think this could be a relapse. But he said, look, you've gotten to five years, so it's very unlikely Next day we did the biopsy and boom, there you have it. Your life has just turned upside down. A week ago, you were starting a new job, living your best life, you're planning all these things and seven days later, seven days later, you've got cancer for the second time at 24 years of age. Oh, good hell. And now you're like, will I see my baby go to school? Will I I ever get married? Will I ever get a house? Do you know, and and people don't think about those things. Like those things are are still with me. Like when when I looked at my life plan five years ago, Right now, I'm supposed to have two kids. I'm supposed to own a house. I'm supposed to have a lovely car. I'm supposed to be married. Do you know? But just because that one day, that one lump, that one pain, that biopsy, your, yeah, your world is turned off. No, I'm annoyed over that. I need I'm, a minute. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> no, I'm fucking annoyed at you now because I'm not the better. Very nervous now. Like, how can you sit in front of us now and even with the way you think about everything and... Like, just looking at you, you'd never dream. If nobody knew you walked in from that office now, mm-hmm. would never put their finger on that this is all after happening to you in the space of how many years? Because you don't exude that. Cancer isn't your personality. This is, I see why you moved away from Big C and Me. Because there's so much more to you than your illness, than your sickness. But I can't believe that it's after taking up such a large part of your life as well. And you are the person you are now. Like, you're a credit to yourself, your family, Roshane, Barry, everybody. You're going to set me off. Sorry, because I'm not well. But I can't believe that you're sitting here in front of us the way you are now. And even after only a couple of days ago, coming back from Dublin, after going and figuring out, yeah, there is lumps there. Listen, we have to keep an eye on them. And you're still after, first of all, coming up here to do this podcast with us. Second of all, you're still sitting here and you're able to talk so openly about everything to help other people, to put other people wild. And I'm but just that amazed was my by thing. That was genuine my thing. I wanted to help other people because if I had to go through it, I wanted to help other people and just show that it does happen. And then you get ripped apart for doing these things. And I, I really would love to say to people, I am real. I, Of course I've made mistakes. Of course I've said things that I shouldn't have said. Of course I've phrased things wrong. Who hasn't? Yeah, absolutely. Who Where hasn't? And at the end of the day, we oh. haven't got a fucking filter on us when exactly. we're going online. Exactly. We're opening up our hearts, opening up our experiences, our emotions to you to fucking help us. people in to the most vulnerable time of my life. The most precious things in my life is my child. Yeah. And I opened her up and I shared her. She was ripped apart. I was ripped apart. My family was ripped apart. Dirty animals for it. And if I, uh, oh God, forgive me if I ever got my hands on anyone, I promise you, I'll burden every single one of them. And I, from the bottom <laughs> of my heart, if I ever caught anybody that put you in that position and made you feel that way, I, I'm fine. But it did. I, I spent, before one of my chemos, they didn't know if I could have it because I was stuck to this, I'm not even going to give it the airtime, I was stuck to this page and I was reading Damn. what they were saying about myself. I was read like it was consuming my mind. I was reading, 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 and I lost nearly a stone. So when I went up for chemo, I couldn't even get the right dose of chemo because it's you know the way it goes by your weight. Yeah, so absolutely. I actually had to end up getting a lower dose because I was a much lower weight, and that was from like two weeks of constantly reading shit about so you. So if online. anybody is sitting and listening to this podcast and you 
dream of writing underneath any of these fucking forums or posts or anybody's Instagram posts or sending people fucking vile messages off false pages. Think about that because that came in the way of your actual treatment. Mm. Life-saving treatment, yeah. by the way. And that altered that. Yeah. So if you and that was are only sick me. enough. There's so many more that are getting it. And it might not be because someone has cancer or whatever. But so, like, if somebody has... I, I know I have mental health struggles. I know yeah. that. But I feel like I've, I've, I have I've them under control. control. I, I'm quite positive with them. I can control them. I, like, I would never think of harming myself or anything like that. I, like, yeah. I love living. I yeah. love life. And I love my life. Yeah. But... I worry for the person who doesn't, who doesn't. have yeah. that and who is not strong enough. Who's on the brink. Who's on the brink. It's only going to take that And who just says, do you know what? I'll just go on really quickly and see if they're saying anything about me today. They see that message and that's it. That's it. Those it people on long. that forum will have blood on their hands. Yeah. Uh, there's people on that forum. I don't understand how it's still going. No, it's disgusting. It's fucking baffling. Like, how? Like, how can that not just be shut down from the fucking centre of it? Mm. Because... That is scandalous and the effects that it has on people's because lives. Because of the millions of money it's making. Because of me? Oh, it's like the women who, who own it, they're sitting at home multimillionaires. Oh, All and imagine sitting now and that the money coming into your bank account yeah. is what that's from. Yeah. Blood money. Literally. It's at the expense of other people's lives. And as people signing up just for the crack, oh, I, I just have a profile just, just to just, look at just the track. Look, yeah. You're a contribution to yeah. that. You are adding to it. all them clicks, all them fucking hours you spend reading That's them forums. Pushing, you're just fucking pushing, pushing, pushing. So if you spend any of your time on these forums, that seriously, you really need to think about it because it won't be until it knocks on your door or until it's a friend of yours or a family member of yours that you'll see the effects of it and you'll see how fucking dangerous it is. Or if somebody is just listening to this now, right, and you're going, oh, listen to them now because they get trolled and they don't want to get trolled. That's fine, right? Obviously, we don't. We don't want to read things about ourselves. I personally don't anymore. Really, really just, I couldn't put myself mm-hmm. through it. Someone said to me, it's like a, a form of self-harm if you go on and read that kind but of stuff. Is. So it I, when is. And when that, that, that actually dropped a penny I was like do you know what you're dead right yeah I, I, so I'm not going to self-harm myself anymore so I don't read it but where was I going with that one if you're reading these forums even if you're not contributing and you're just reading them and you're going oh yeah that is true about him or yeah she does do that or and you're just talking about it to your friends or talking about it to yourself imagine if you or your child or someone close to you a friend if something tragic happened to them and they were down in the gutter be it anything, be it an illness, be it a mental illness, be it addiction, be it anything. And they were down in the gutter and needed help. But all you were reading online was, I hope cancer kills that C-U-N-T. I hope her chemo doesn't work today. That child is a rotten little bitch. Jesus Christ. Imagine having to read that stuff when you're down in the gutter. So that's what people who are on these websites are contributing to. Yeah. And that is just not nice. Yeah. It's not good behaviour. Regardless of whether they're right I know I've not. said and done stuff they're, they're in the past. Them. And one of the big things why I got cancelled was because, and a lot of people will like have known about this, is what I said to that lady who, basically she sent me messages of abuse. I remember this. I've sent you the messages. Yeah, You've seen the messages. Did, yeah. Messages of abuse. And she had told me that she was actually terminally ill. And I wrote back, in the moment, I snapped because I'm a human and I was sick shit of getting abuse If you people. keep on poking the child, She's eventually going they're going to fucking yeah. snap. And I just said, listen, you don't have long left to live and this is what you're doing with your time. And I left it at that. Dead right to say it right? as well. She'd have got worse at me. So then that's how, that's how I got cancelled. So she screenshot 
my message and put it all over the place. I asked her an innocent question and this is what I got back from her and I'm a dying woman. What she also didn't, and this is my first time ever putting it out because I won't give her airtime on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. She never showed or spoke about the four messages of a voice note apology that I sent her within an hour of sending the of course message. Oh, she didn't because that didn't contribute no, to her narrative. That I, didn't sue her. I apologise. I said, I'm so sorry. I snapped. I've just been, ha- I've been having it all day. I just, I was sick of people. I'm not doing anything wrong. I, j- I, I shared somebody's GoFundMe and then she got, she wears yours, give him yours and, and all this abuse. And I was going, that's another story for another day. But, and I apologised and I said, I'm really sorry for saying what I said. Like it wasn't nice and I'm not that kind of person. And I said, I wouldn't have slept tonight if I didn't actually apologise yeah. to you. And she blocked me. So I was like, grand. And then up on one of the forums, she had put up, um, never even got an apology off her. And people are going like, even if she just apologised and acknowledged what she did. Oh, well, but this listen, is me Shannon acknowledging it. Smart, and and you're looking for their saving grace anyway. Fuck yeah. them if they think you apologised or not yeah. because it's fuck all got to do with them. Nothing got to do with them. Do you know what and I'm saying? The you first, know you did. But that's how you see, that's how a story gets so twisted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That like That's why cropping and deleting messages and like, you know, only showing what you want to be but right. this is the frightening thing about so social I was, media I now. Was People portrayed, are chopping videos, vice notes, everything. I was portrayed as this cancer survivor who was bullying <laughs> terminally ill cancer Poor patients. Poor all people, like... Like, I couldn't be further from, like... No, I'd bully you're you, a like... You're slagging bastard. I'll oh, bully you. Sla- yeah, God forgive me, I haven't had a minute <laughs> off now since she put her foot off that fucking trend. But... You'd never ever go after no. somebody. No, Jesus. and just the fact that people were thinking that like was what was making me sick. Like I lost everything that I loved. I lost Instagram. I lost my agency. I lost brands that I loved working. Were you with. dropped? Yeah, over that. They they emailed and emailed and emailed. The agency were like, we're getting too many emails and it's a business decision. I was like, grand, whatever. Yeah, but they'll see now I'm more like the Kardashians and I bleed and laugh in their faces. But you know what? Like this, me and Mam were talking about this month. When they dropped me, I cried hysterically. I was like, I can't believe it. Like I really needed them to help me. And look, I'm not bashing anyone. They were absolutely amazing to work with. And while when we worked together, we had a great working relationship. But I really needed guidance in that time because Absolutely, the yeah. whole internet was coming after me and I didn't know what to do or where to navigate or if they just said, take a break, we'll cancel yeah. your collaborations for the next month, take a break, we'll review it or whatever. But they just kind of left me high and dry. No, which they, is, bottled it. they should have been, they should have had you back there. And I feel they probably should have as well, but they didn't. And look, no hard feelings. It, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, it's business at the end of the day. I took a month off. I came back and oh my God, I'm registered self-employed. This is the first oh, announcement. My Chris Jenna, my woman, here she I, comes. This is my first announcement of it. Exclusive? Exclusive. My own brand is coming. Oh. <laughs> Not telling you what. Stop. My own brand is, is coming. <laughs> you dirty, dirty I had to make my own cup <laughs> no it's not cups um, own brand is coming I've had to turn down collaborations for the next two months because my calendar is literally chaka I am getting so many opportunities experiences going to events I can do it on my own you can do whatever yeah. you want on your yeah, own I, sweetheart we're badass bitches Aww. we can do whatever we want on our own I think that all of this has just been great educationally as regards cancer as regards your personal lives and showing your personality to what you are because I always say you're a bollocks in real life she's See, like I'm a Disney nice princess on Instagram yeah. <laughs> I come on morning everybody she's a little fucked though and I I'm glad because you can see our humour and you're getting a bit of our personality but like I said you're after educating so many people and you're a guiding light for people that are going through 
chemo that are going through any sort of sickness at the moment really to see somebody that is after going through sickness relapsing but Carly so are you you're sitting here Thank giving you. all this to me being like literally telling me how amazing I am and I'm doing all this and you've done the exact same thing and you're still sitting here and you're still doing your thing the way you're talking about actually don't like, cry no I'm not crying I, I I don't look I will never be able to look at myself in that light I don't know why and I maybe maybe one day but uh, I admire you for what you're after doing. And I admire you for what you're after doing. And I love the both of you. I love you too, Sean. Okay. Thank you so much for coming on and opening up for us, Sean, and just giving us a little piece of you and having the giggles with us. I'm after really loving it. The fact that you're after being the first guest means the fucking world to me. It means the world to me. I can't believe you asked me. Uh, I was like, when you asked me, I was going, no, they're too funny. I can't be doing that. I'd be like (laughs) just sitting there and they'd just be making jokes. But You're a witty bitch. I need you to know that in the loveliest sense possible. Okay. I'll I'll take it. Lovely. Absolutely. We're all full of compliments today, aren't we? And Sean's full of rescue (laughs) remedies. (laughs) I just sat here on the chair literally just looking at them back and forth. But... (laughs) Shannon, thank you so much for coming on. Thank You're you, darling. You're a little angel in the sky. Thank really. you. I love, love you, you. So, love much. so much. And we'll see you next time, lads. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.